four hands trying to grab us non-consensually? Nah, dude. This week on The Hapless Heroes. Felix, come up with a plan already. Hello and welcome back to the Hapless Heroes Podcast. My name is Dave and I will be your host and Dungeon Master for this evening. We're going to start this evening like I start all the rest by me not going off on wacky tangents and uh, just introing our party. And I will start Oini Mini Mini to my left with James's Hoblet the Smasher. Good evening, friendos. To his left, we have Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. Always at my service. To his left, we have Nicole as Boris the Butcher. Hi there. To her left, we have John as Lord Jarrell the Light. Prepare to die, demon. And to his left, we have Francesco as the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom. That's the plan. And as we left off, we were mid-combat. Uh, we just hit the top of initiative. Uh, let's see. Uh, Steve Adore, I believe, has met his somewhat ignominious end in this combat. At least I think that's what happened. I vaguely remember it, and I don't have uh, HP written for him. We could <laughs> we could have been friends, Steve Adore, but you chose violence. I mean, violence we, we also chose. chose violence, but... But, <laughs> we, but we chose talking first. We did choose talking... I chose talking first. I chose talking first. <laughs> Hoblet always chooses violence. <laughs> Usually where we end up anyways. <laughs> I think I think you were mad a couple episodes back that we didn't just choose violence. Yeah, look, we <laughs> look, we ended can up there anyways. We can posturize all we want about like how we always end up here, but it's because most of the time y'all never fucking try any other option first. Because I it always backfires try. and we end up losing a headrick. You can't always make an <laughs> assumption like that. It always works out that way. It's a dangerous boys, assumption. boys. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I wrote down that I smashed his head out of his ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. This notebook is probably going to be even spicier than the last one. Oh, yeah. There's some there's some gems in here. I'm not going to lie. I don't even know. Like, I write, I'm looking at some of this shit. I'm like, Hobbit's Journal 2.0. Jarrell is divine senseless. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, well, I guess we are in a fight, so we probably should put our heads back in the game, huh? All right, yeah. yeah. Fucking rage. We can rein this back in just a tad bit. So uh, just as a sort of outline of what's going on in the room, to the west, about, oh, 10, 20, 30, 40, 45 feet or so, uh, to the west is Garthax himself, although he's sort of melded into all this icky black goopness into the walls, and four hands have sprung forth from it that are out and about in the room. Uh, and then, uh, let's see. Did you mention the sickening radiance yet? 
We were getting to the sickening radiance as we work our way out, uh, yet we have the corpse of Stevedore just inside the sickening radiance, which arcs out in a uh, radius of, oh, what was it, about 30 feet, I yes. believe, um, from where it was planted? Yep, which is against the wall, right? Or essentially like where um, Garthax was. Yes. So that he was fully enveloped in that since it seems like he's attached to like in place, at least, you know, in the room with those like arms and shit fly flinging out. So I figured, cool, he's stuck in that shit. So he gets to start his turn there and roll saves every time. Kind of sucks for everybody else who wants to go in and smash him, but we'll deal with that today. Yep. So we have the edge of the sickening radiance and just outside we've got Hoblet in the center to his uh, left. We have Quinn to his right. We have Jarrell and about five feet behind. We have Boris and then a Felix, another oh, 25 feet back from there. So just as a bit of a distance recap, we got about 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, oh, about 90 feet between Garthax and Felix with everybody about in between. Okay. More or less. Top. Yes, we are at the top of initiative with Quinn. There are four hands. They are all inside the radius of this sickening radiance. I am not going to trip over that at all tonight. <laughs> that radius. Oh, you never that radiance. It the first time. Radiant radius. Was I in mirror image during this battle yes. or no? Right. Yes, okay, so Mort, I already have yes. you were. Yes, right. Mort, you were. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Yes, so, uh, we dumped it the more opener, or I did. And I'm yes, determined to make listen. it stick. Yes. I, I, I had it and I used it. It is what it is. Okay, so I'm actually going to pull out my my short bow and see what I can do um, to hand the number one. I can see them, right? I can see all four. Yes, so how are you determining hand number one? Uh, just left know. to right? Yeah, sure. The, okay, the so the piece. furthest... Yes, the furthest left is you are to the left of... The left-hand uh, hand. Yeah, the we're left going hand to... Hand. I had said Garthax was to the west. I'm just going to rotate this 90 degrees so he's to the back of the room where you guys are towards the front of it now. That simplifies things. Yeah. So, yes, uh, uh, Garthax hand number one would be off to the left, and it is about, oh, 5, 10, 15, 20... That's going to be about 25 feet off diagonally to your left into the front that's gonna end up being a 23 no sorry i take that back 18 yeah an 18 uh is that's an, is an attack roll yeah yeah that won't do it yeah. Ooh, Ugh. spicy Ooh. wait a minute wait, wait 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 hold on yeah i think that's right math I don't know. Yikes. I don't know why I can't do it today. <laughs> um, well, that's good to know because uh, let's say everybody kind of sees my my really awesome shot and uh, it doesn't do a fracking. It thing. wasn't that awesome. It was pretty awesome. So uh, I'm going to um, give I John has who? Um, sorry, Jarrell has. Uh, Inspiration. inspiration already and i think hoblet does two already yes so i think i did two rounds so i'm just gonna hold off because i've already used two and i think i only have two more so i'm that's gonna fair. just d8 hold off d8 yes. yep because they both still have theirs that i can't stack them anyway 
Um, so I'm going to hold off and kind of see what Felix is going to do and then maybe give him the next round. Okay, so that's it. That's all I do. Okay, and that is the end of Quinn's turn. We are now on to Felix, who is the furthest back behind the party. Okay, so I'm already concentrating on the sickening radiance. Um, so while that's, you know, while I'm concentrating on that, I can still do this spell. So using the Mystic Arcanum, which allows me to cast once per long rest, like spells above fifth level, right? I have one in each, like one sixth to one seventh. I'm going to cast my seventh level spell for the day. And uh, similar to how Hedrick performed this before he was snatched away, this is in dedication to, to him, um, you're going to see... Uh, several motes of light uh, appear in orbit my head. There's seven of them. And so there's just there's just this orbit of them. This requires no concentration. They last for an hour. Um, I can use a bonus action to send one of these motes streaking towards a creature and make a ranged spell attack. And if it hits, it takes they take 4d12 radiant. So um, I, as an action, cast Crown of Stars, seven motes of light, you know, start orbiting my head. Um, as long as I have four more modes remaining, they also shed bright light uh, on 30 feet and then dim light for an additional 30, kind of like the light spell. Um, and I'm going to use a bonus action to fling one of those uh, modes at Garthax himself. Okay. One mote um, at Garthax himself, you say? Yep. Range attack, range spell attacks. So d20 plus 11. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Happened, didn't that it? That was a really devilish laugh. Yeah, because I know what it was. Oh, no. You have no way to fix that, do you? Pretty sure it's out of 20, right? Um, I mean, you know, plus 11, that's 12. <laughs> 12 <laughs> minus 11 Math. <laughs> uh, um, we call that au natural, baby. Oh no, audience! What, uh, sorry, uh, we lost the audio. Hey, Dave, I'm making my attack roll. Uh, just gonna. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fuck. Yeah. Let's see. It is a magical attack, and uh, from way back behind, let's roll. Just uh, shrieking a bolt of light, you know, one of these shrieking a of bolt light. of light right through Jesus a Christ. crowd that is between. Yeah, you, and you dipshit! <laughs> Thunderbolt of lightning, very, very frightening. Mamma mia, right. mamma mia! Just tell me what bad thing happens, Dave. So uh, let's see. That is going to hit. Jarrell for your 4d12 radiant damage. Boom. Does Jarrell not take radiant damage because he's holy? No, I totally take radiant damage. Yep, right in the back. John, I really hope I suck at rolling here too. I was really hoping he would pick somebody else so I could use my uh, protection fighting style, but nope. <laughs> oh, John. Mm hmm. 31 radiant damage. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, I hadn't taken damage this entire it. time. This entire time, no damage for Jarrell, and then, yep. I was distracted by the screaming hands. I'm sorry, Jarrell. I didn't mean that. It was not intended for you. Oh no. 
Um, Felix looks the most embarrassed he's ever been. Um, if it weren't for the fact that I can consistently change the, the, the tone of my skin, my cheeks would be bright red right now. But I'm actively polymorphing that away. I'm pretty sure Jarrell's cheeks are bright red right now. <laughs> you just <laughs> shot him in the back. <laughs> well, that sucks. That's my turn. Yep, that it is, unless you've got any uh, moving or bonus action, Isaac. That was the bonus action. Just send one of those modes streaking out towards this motherfucker. So... Your active action was to create it. Okay, We're done. All right, you stay where you are. We are on to Boris. All right, where are the other three hands right now? So the hands are sort of equally spread out, where you've got uh, hand number one, the uh, furthest on the left, is about... 25 feet diagonal to the left of Hoblet in front of you. Uh, likewise, hand number four is about 20 feet diagonal to the right in front of you. Hands two and three are each about oh, between five and ten feet to the left and right, just outside of uh, con- uh, traditional melee range uh, from Hoblet, Quinn, and Jarrell. This guy's the fucking Goro of dark magic. All right, Boris is going to shoot her uh, hand crossbow at uh, Garthax himself then. All right. Yeah, is he a separate entity from the hands right now? Um, You haven't uh, got a specific clue about that. Right. I mean, they are attached to him in general, but I mean, you know, if they're they are just the wall, even if they're just an extension of Garthax, you know, if one of those gets close, you can smash the hands instead and see what happens, you know? Okay. Uh, if this rate, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say as quickly, if this if this radiance is more of a problem than it is helping, I can just dispel it. So just give the word. I'm rolling at disadvantage for my distance anyway, so that would be a 22 on my hand crossbow. A 22? Oh, I didn't realize, I didn't realize oh. that the uh, range was so short on those. It's 3120, right? Oh. So I'd be shooting at the 120, so but 22 is my, you know, disadvantage shot with that. So thank you, Dice. 22 will not do it against uh Garthax problem. Holy shit. Shoot the hands. Uh Boris seeing her crossbow bolt go, you know veering off in the wrong direction goes Ay! and uh, hides behind the uh, hand number two. Wait, hides behind it? Don't enter the radiance. Is hand number two in the radiance? That one's only oh, like five feet away from radiance. The radiance is literally right in front of Hoblet. Okay. Hides behind Hoblet. Okay, so right where you were. Now, I, I think it's important to clarify that your shot didn't miss. It's just its skin or so whatever is too strong. Same thing with Mike. Like you, yeah. Yeah, I'm it could it, it, yeah. Bolt, like, you know, bounce off or whatever. Right, exactly. Right. The attack fails in some way, whether you missed or whether you just glanced off of him painlessly. Right? Is is really just up for flavor interpretation, right? <laughs> yes. the, the 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 important thing here is that it did not do any damage. Right. For the record, because I should be more descriptive, this is a radio show. The crossbow bolt clanks 
almost with a hollow clunk, almost as if hitting like a wood or a bone kind of armor off of his right shoulder. And zings off into the distance. That's it. That's all I'm doing on my turn. That's all right. Just hiding that. That is Boris, and we are on to our enemies here. Uh, Start of the turn. Make a con save, please. have been making a unified con save for that. So, yeah, DC 19 is the one to beat. And it does not beat a 19. Yay. So that would be 25 radiant damage. 25. And if it's able to be, it suffers one level of exhaustion. It is condition immune to exhaustion. Okay, so then just the just the radiant damage then. Garthax takes 25 radiant damage straight up. No resistances or immunities or anything. No bonuses either. Uh, but does not take the exhaustion as he is conditioned. It's cool. He can do his turn now, I guess. Well, I'm glad we have permission. So let's take a look here. Okay. So with these are right. Use the roar first, and that's going to be from hand number two. And everyone make a DC 15 wisdom save. Or everyone. what? Everyone? Yes, everyone. Or or what? Or I'm sorry, everyone within 60 feet of hand number two. Because uh, you said it's a roar, right? Yes. Is it going to be anything to do with uh, frightened? Um, yep, there is a frightened condition attached to that, so... Uh, we, we can not just... be frightened. <laughs> well, you cannot be frightened. Oh, no one near me can be frightened. In what kind of radius? Hold on, let me make sure. I'm right next aura to Aura of courage is a 10-foot aura. Nobody can be frightened in my 10-foot aura. So okay, everyone so but me. And I, <laughs> are you I, 60 feet away from am it? Am I 60 feet away from this hand? Uh, you are... Less than 60 feet away from this hand. You are Fuck. more than 60 feet away from Garthax. Fuck but this one, hand number two, is about six feet away from Hoblet, who is about 30 feet in front of you. Does it do damage to us even if we can't be frightened? Uh, it does do damage, and okay. we will roll that. Okay, and then, then everybody add a plus, what, three to your roll? So plus four. Plus four, to, and what's the radius on your aura of protection for that? 10 feet. Okay, so I do not add that. Um, and what save again? One more time, Dave. That is a wisdom save at DC 15. Oh, thanks for letting me know. Cool. Well, that's a 19 on oh, the die. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's a 19 on the die. An unnatural 20. But everybody also takes five thunder damage. Even if we passed, that blows. Yes. Okay. And okay. we get... We get plus four because of Drell. Yep. Okay, so I'm at unnatural 20. Yeah. So just the damage then, because it would only be damage for you guys anyways. Really, I'm the only one who was at risk of being frightened. I don't even know yeah. if my damage is accurate. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I ever really take damage. Ever. Cool. You didn't step on a Lego. Brick of torture. I can't remember. How's everybody doing on hit points? I was I'm doing good. great until uh, Felix shot me in the ass. Yeah. 
I'm doing fine. <laughs> I've got a solid half of my hit points. Yeah, majority. I'm feeling right. like, okay, on a scale of like 0 to 97, I'm feeling about a 92. Okay. <laughs> Oddly specific. <laughs> so not so like a 94%. Ish. Ish. Around there. He said about what? so right. 93.4. Right. So we still have we still have three hands to go through. Two of those. We're gonna start with hand number one, which is going to dart up close to Quinn, open its mouth and shout very close in a quick sonic blast. A <laughs> yeah, th- yeah, I think we established uh, last episode that it kind of sounds like the Howard Dean, like, yes. <laughs> Those halcyon days when such passed for scandal. Simpler times. So, okay. So he yells at me? Yes, he yells. <laughs> How do you feel about yourself? And you take a, uh, let's see, you need to make a constitution saving throw. Plus four. Breath. So that's a 19. All right. So that does succeed. Uh, you take, uh, you, so you avoid being deafened, but you're going to take half damage on 66. 66. It's never going to get old. It's like it's just like 11 o'clock in the afternoon or any of the other bullshit. 12d4. Is that considered <laughs> is that cons- considered a spell? Um, right. We are going to consider that an attack. Yeah, it's like an ability. Oh. All right. So, yep. So take- my mage slayer does not come into into power. Well, is what is what does Mage Slayer say exactly? When a cute creature is in within five feet of uh, of you and casts a spell, okay. you can use okay. your reaction to make a melee weapon attack. So if it's not considered a spell, then it doesn't count. Okay. I was pretty sure that's what it was, but I, I wasn't 100% sure. And that's also, is that considered a melee attack then? Uh, no, it is a it's ranged ability. attack. It's an, yeah, or an, oh. a ranged attack or an ability or something like that, right? Yeah. It, it Its text begins with one creature within 30 feet. That I'm trying can to be, fucking can be do six. shit. Yeah. So that 6d6 uh, plus 2 became 28. And that is thunder damage. Oh. Thunder. I'm sorry, we're cutting that in half. So that is not 28. That is Ooh, 14. I was like, wow, that was a really good roll. It was a reasonably good roll on 66. So I'm taking 14, right? That is correct. Excuse me. That is correct. I'm a little more damaged now, Hop. Okay. Yeah, I'm still about 50%. Oh, okay. Additionally, all other creatures within 20 feet of that, which would be Hoblet, Boris, and Jarrell, take a 1d6 plus 2 thunder damage, which comes out to 8 thunder damage. Oh, so you rolled a 6. I did indeed. In hand number 3, 
After that is going to come up to Jarrell and do the same attack. So that is going to be a uh, Constitution saving throw for Jarrell. Uh, I can't use inspiration for this, can I? On a, on a saving throw? Yeah, it's yeah. A D, you can add it to any d20 roll. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, the bardic inspiration? God damn it. If it's really low, you shouldn't even use it. Just hold on. Uh, well, it was close enough where it might have saved, but there's no way I'm saving with an 11. Uh, that is correct. An 11 will not do it. So that is going to have you taking the full 23 thunder damage. And you now have the deafening condition. Oh shit. Jarrell's deaf? He's dead? What does that mean? Or not here and automatically fails any ability check that requires hearing. So yes, some really loud ringing going on in your ears that... Uh, Wow. And everyone else is taking that D6 plus 2 thunder damage. Including me? Everybody else up there, I'm sorry, not including Felix. And this time it is 5 thunder damage to all. Uh, Wait a minute, wait a minute, again? Yes. Because anybody within 20 feet of the person who was hit by that sonic blast takes additional thunder splash damage. I didn't realize Thunder splashed. It does in this case. <gasps> Maybe y'all need to spread out. I don't know. It's kind of it's, it's kind of crazy because it's like there's some benefits and then there's some really bad things that happen with that. Yeah, I'm staying near Jarrell. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, uh, let's see. Head I can take five damage. Yep. Head four was not involved in this and will dart in toward Hoblet. Head and... four or hand four? Hands. Uh-huh. As, I say, as, I say, this mo- as I say, this motherfucker's got four heads. Uh-huh. Head to the verb. Oh. A <laughs> quick strike toward Hoblet and will make a bite attack. I will use oh. my protection fighting style to put that at disadvantage. I'm staying near Jarrell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see uh, it's a 7 plus 12 19 against armor class I think he's got a 20 Uh, no it's 20 oh okay then it bounces harmlessly off your armor damn shibby shibby that's a new one is that is that is that some sort of dwarf thing that I'm too not a dwarf to understand yeah it's from a couple hundred years ago (laughs) (laughs) it was really it was all the rage back then all the rage. If I knew what year it was now, I could make a year joke, but it'd all be irrelevant. And caught on with the youth of Ool as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There except they're all, they were, you. Except they're all undead you. now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they're still shibby in the afterlife. We'll find out. Someday. Someone write it great, down. Shibby in the afterlife. That'd be a great name for the band. Yeah, so that's a really good yeah, name. would be a great name for the band. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that is the end of their turn. The hands will retract back to their previous positions back in the sickening radiance. Sick. Now, out of curiosity, did they exit the radiance and then re-enter it? Or were they technically always in it since they're attached? 
I would say they were always in it. Only little appendages of them exited the Radiance in making their attack. And honestly, that was only with the one making the bite attack anyway. The others were making their attack still from range inside there. Okay. Does that, really, one, re- does that one retreating not have an oppie attack? Ooh, that is a great question. It did use its movement to move away from Hoblet. Yeah, it didn't disengage, so I will grant the oppie attack. Is it just Hobbit that's getting it? Because yes, I was be just protecting Hobbit. him with my shield. <laughs> it's Hobbit. Yes, unless uh, unless that particular move conferred uh, the Oppie attacker on you as well. Not unless think, he was also right next to it. Yeah, I feel like, well, he was within five feet of Hoblet, but... Oh, no. Oh, Uh-oh. no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Really? Is that All a, right. Is that a That's one? A one. Don't That's hit a me one. too. <laughs> no. He whiffs on the attack, however, and Trixie, Trixie slips from his fingers and clatters about ten feet in front of him. Into the radiance! Oh, shit! Uh-oh. And after that, since that's the end of the enemy's turn, it is now Jarrell's turn. Uh, Jarrell turns to Hoblet. Uh, well, this isn't going well. Hey, Hoblet, have you ever seen one of these? And Jarrell reaches into his pocket and pulls out an omnibomb. Um, and no. we decided that? that I am able to heave these motherfuckers uh, 60 feet. Shut so, with them. Yeah. Um, Jarrell is going to arm it for 10 seconds and shot put it right in there. Right up to uh, Garthax. <laughs> Dave All is right. still blinking at me. No, no, no. I'm just doing the math on uh, how long a combat round is because I believe it's six seconds. Yep. So, so it's going it to would... go a round and a half yeah. before we find out what happens. <laughs> and then before I end my turn, I will use Turn the Tide. And let's see, what do we all get back? I think it's just a D6 plus my charisma. Yep. Those so I'll get back party. seven health. Top well, health. hold on, hold on, hold on. It might not be everybody. Because Felix is still far away. I'm 25 um, feet away from you. Relax. Okay, okay, good. It's 30 feet. It is 30 feet. I had to make sure because a lot of my stuff's 10 feet right now or 15 right, right, feet. Right, right. Okay, good. Well, that's, that's, I'm back to full. I'm feeling 97 out of 97 now. A perfect 97. Perfect 97. <laughs> Seven out of five. Seven out of ten with rice. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was five out of seven. All right. So, uh, Jarrell, is there anything else? Any other movement or bonus actions going on for your turn? Nope. I already did pretty much all I could do. I did uh, pretty much all my actions, reactions, bonus actions. Now I just get a reaction again if I need it. Fantastic. All right, Hoblet, it is now your turn. Trixie is ten feet in front of you in the uh, sickening radiance. Which Sick. I can't. Which I can't dispel till my turn, bud. But. You have other weapons on you. So what happens if I go in there? 
you make a con save. If, if you're you, still it, if you're still ten feet from me, you can add plus four to that. If you fail it, though, you take radiant damage and and, and suffer a level of exhaustion, which is no bueno. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to think about what Hoblet would do. I know what I would do. Of course, but those are what the effects are. Okay. Okay. Fine. Only if you fail the save. Yeah, I, I will fail the save. I have every, I have every intention of failing that save. Why would you, why would <laughs> you, you intend have, to fail it? Don't you have good constitution? Plus two. Oh, that's but, it. You don't have a bonus right. to con saves? Oh, no, cleric, not no. fighter. All those times you got wasted? You haven't built up a constitution? You just got lucky. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Truxy is 11.18 feet away from Jarrell. <laughs> You're a piece of shit, Dave. <laughs> that might be a little bit harsh, but... Uh, I right. did. I did the math. That is a squared plus b squared equals c squared. Are these all? Are they all the hands within ten feet of each other? They are not. In fact, no hand is it within ten feet of any other hand. Are twenty? A twenty foot radius is a forty foot diameter. Correct. Correct. Is correct. Yes, you know your geometry. <laughs> Good job. Okay. How many could I get if I had 20 foot diameter, Dave? 20 foot One diameter or 40 foot diameter? Well, both. A 20 foot diameter, a 10 foot radius could get any two, uh, one, two, two, three, or three, four. A 40 foot diameter could get you one, two, three, or two, three, four. All right, then let then fuck it. I'm go, uh, I'm hoping I can keep us. I can keep us out of that, right? Yeah, there's enough space to work with. If yeah. you center it yeah. on Garthax um, or whatever, yeah. yeah. Even they're way ahead of Garthax, but there's all kinds of circles you could do to make it not intersect pretty easily. Yeah, I mean, he told you essentially which ones you could affect and not affect us. Yeah. We'll we'll so I them. am. Yep, got one more slot there. I'm going to cast another insect plague at fifth level. Um, it is a 20 foot radius. Uh, they need to make a uh, con save. Con saves everywhere. The spell actually reads that they're fleas, doesn't it? I remember you read oh, it last time. That's They were fleas because we were fighting dogs. He ad-libbed ad that part in. Okay. Because right. when so, you read it, it also said fleas. <laughs> you said This fleas. time... Well, I suppose, well, it doesn't matter. They save half, so they're taking damage. Not the bees! Bees! Uh, <laughs> no, because it's ha- it's their hands, and this just this always annoys the shit out of me. It's it's low key annoying, but it probably won't kill them. So, uh, it's gonna be a swarm of mosquitoes, and they're just gonna be buzzing and biting everywhere at the hand. I see. Oh yeah, mosquito, mosquito bites on the hand are the worst. Yeah, but your hand just itches, and then you have to itch it with the other hand. You both your hands are occupied. You can't just scratch two hands scratching. It's no fun. You, you haven't mastered the rubbing against your jeans. <laughs> I don't wear. I wear sweatpants too often. 
Um, yeah. so, when has yeah. anyone ever seen James wearing jeans and not sweatpants? Good point. Mm. I don't know if it's if ever happened. It. I've, I've seen him in dress pants. Yeah, right. Same. Yeah, that's yeah. about it. <laughs> Sweat or no pants. Yeah, so Kansas. Kansas. All right. Which so which ones are you which ones are you affecting? One was it you said uh, one, one, two, three, or two, three, four, right? I will said? do I will affect one, two, and three. The All ones right. in front of Quinn. One, two, three. And that that circle radius would Yeah, it would also miss Garthax proper, but just barely. But it all still makes a unified constitution saving throw and what's crazy is that when they start their turn sickening radiance affects it and then when they end their turn in the area of effect then the insect plague affects it so we have two simultaneous effects triggering on separate parts of the enemy's turn because insect, insect plague stays there now um so let's see that is Six is only going to be a 14. So what am I trying to beat with that uh, saving throw? Higher than a 14. Higher than a 14. 17. Yeah, 17. All right. So that doesn't. Now, I I, uh, I have a question about those insects. Are they physically present or are those, are they? Um... Yes. So what I probably should have read the last time I cast this is the area is lightly obscured and the spheres area is difficult terrain. So it's like hard to walk through because there's so many bugs. So they're using extra movement. They're using twice their movement now to move through the bugs. Yes. So is that the only, that was the only save that you had to make there? Just one, just one roll. They don't all get to roll. No, it's a unified uh, saving throw. Okay. 4d10. Oh, that natural one might have been a natural one, but this is uh, about as good as it gets. I got a 10, a 9, an 8, and a 7. Woo! So 19 and 15 is 34. 34. Of what kind of damage? Piercing. Piercing, but that is magical piercing. It would be magical piercing. All right, so that takes the 34. I have a ruling in my future as to whether or not these insects are going to be affected by sickening radiance. Ooh. Ooh. My insects are, are ripe. They're good. Yeah, to say, they physically exist. They do. They're there. They may take damage. However... Rules is written on that plague of insects almost certainly doesn't give them any kind of uh, hit points or anything, does it? No. It's just it's that a magical effect, yeah. 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 If, if Habla takes damage, she has to roll a save to maintain concentration, but that's it. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, they're so, magical insects, so they might not really be there. They might be there, but not yeah. there. Yeah, we're going to say that they don't take the sickening radiance damage. But I feel like I wouldn't have flipped out if a DM had used it on me and said, hey, yeah, they're going to take damage, you know? For sure. Because, I mean, they are, yeah. 
technically they're there. DM discretion, uh -huh. as they say. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Take some bites, you bastards. All right, so you do cast that. Now, do you do any movement or uh, make any attempts at retrieving Trixie? He wouldn't even... Uh... No, because you know what? No, because I feel like that's irresponsible. And I know, I know that Felix can just end the spell if he wants to, or maybe move it for a turn and then move it back. I can't move you know? it, so... It's either it's there or it's not. And it's how many... Trixie's how many feet away from me? 11. 11. Ten, yeah, well, 10, no, feet, it's ten, 10 feet from Hoblet, 11.18 feet from Jarrell. <laughs> so I could get in there, pick it up, and get out, right? With my 25 feet of movement? Yes, but as soon as you enter the spell's area of effect, you make the save. And you still take and damage either way. Do I still no. have oh, okay. the D8 from... Mike? You haven't used it. Right. Who? Right? Who? It's a DC 19. From Quinn. Yeah, the DC, <sighs> my spell save DC is 19, brother. <laughs> like, you better roll good if you're going to do that. Well, I can't not have her. I'm going to run out of spell slots. <laughs> like, I'm going to eventually have to get it. Are you going to... I can't metagame and be like, hey, Felix, are you going to fucking... I said, shit I, said, I said, say the word if you need me to dispel it. Yeah, but I feel like it's advantageous to have it. Okay, it well then you tell me when it stops being advantageous and I'll dispel it. Until then, it stays. It's not advantageous because Trixie's in there. Okay, so are you saying that I should dispel it? No, because it sounds like it's advantageous. Okay. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. She'd do it for me. I'm going in. She'd do it for me, he says about his inanimate object. Yeah. And okay. we're going we're, we're gonna to go ahead and roll the D8. Make a constitution save. You did this, though. You chose this. I just want, to, I just want you to know. Is it poison? No, it's radiant. Yeah, I, I didn't pass. I didn't pass. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Okay, hold on. Well, wait, so hold on a minute. Do I get in? Do I get Trixie? And do I get out? You and can do all I... of those things, but then oh, you're okay. still going to take the but damage, you take and, damage and now oh, yeah, are, have one level of exhaustion. What does that mean? Well, uh, let's see. Exhaustion. I have a thing. I, I, it's, it says it here. Uh, level one of exhaustion. Disadvantage on all ability checks. Okay. This lasts until you take a long rest. I mean, I'm basically at disadvantage on everything anyway. So. <laughs> Only ability checks, not saving throws or attack rolls, but any ability okay. check you make is made at disadvantage because you are one level of exhaustion. And you also take, oh, Jesus Christ, why am I rolling high when it's my friends? 26 radiant damage. <laughs> it's not good. You made this decision. You have Trixie now. Mm -hmm. Life's okay. I can heal myself. Yeah, and uh, all right, we still we still have a sickening radiance problem. You've got to deal with later. Yeah, yeah, I must just back up he, a little bit. But yeah, he went in, grabbed it, and left. So that's it's done now. But like, oh, yeah, I think all what he's the saying is are, all the hands are in the radiance. Exactly. What the hell are you gonna yeah. hit? Except Maybe for reactions. Maybe they hit you. Right. We'll see. We'll find out. Okay, and if that's how we are, back to the top of initiative. 
with Quinn. I'm going to cast Shatter. We're going to see if that does anything. Okay, so I'm going to cast it um, like 10-ish feet behind the hands. I was going to say, you could hit, I think I think we established a 20-foot radius can hit two hands. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, a 10-foot radius can hit two hands because it's a 20-foot diameter. Yes. So we'll put it, I guess, in the center. Of? Well, so 10 feet behind, well, let's say like eight feet behind the hands center. So we're going to hit hands two and three. Hands two and three. Yeah. Two, three. Okay. Um, so they have to do a constitution saving throw. All right. They will make a standard constitution saving throw. All right. You know what? It's time for the con hex. I got one spell slot left. <laughs> it is going to come up, uh, let's see, a 12 plus 6, 18. So that's still half damage. So it's going to be 3d8 thunder damage. So 15 divided by 2 is 7. Yep, because it gets rounded down. Rounded down and then has a damage resistance to thunder. So that'll take it down to, uh, let's say, 4. Jeez. Halved and then halved again. So quartered. Not drawn, though. Not drawn. Oh, uh, but I am going to um, use my inspiration on Felix. Yeah, buddy. Um, I don't have a quote. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm not even <laughs> worth that to you. I, I'm so much better at this than usual. Or I'm I'm so much better at this than, than what I am now. But um, Insert inspirational Felix, quote Felix, here. Felix, come up with a plan already. He says as if I didn't already have one in, in motion. But... Well, now you have now you have a boost to your plan. Gee, thanks. <laughs> uh, I'm also I am near um, the hands, correct? They retracted. Okay, yes. I'm sorry. Uh, your range is uh, you have about six feet between you and number two. Uh, number three is diagonal would be about oh fifteen feet away. Okay, I'm gonna stay where I am then. I'm good. Okay, that would be the end of Quinn's turn. We are on to Felix. Okay. Um, it's probably hard to kind of gauge whether any of these hands look any worse for wear, because they're just kind of like these. You say like these inky, sort of black, like almost like tendril-like type things that are just like kind of like kind of just awful looking and sprouting out from like the wall or Garthax or both, right? It's probably hard to see if any of them are like Yeah, it's it's dark and indistinct back there, especially because your vision is obscured by the insects. Okay, okay. I was gonna say so I'm casting lots of light, just so you know, with the mo- the boats of light around my head, but Yeah. Okay. Um but it looks like they might all be linked. Like they're all kind of melded into the same black gooey background that the hands are part of. Gotcha. Okay. Um, well, in that case, honestly, just going to be firing another. So, okay. Bonus action is going to be, so I'm, I'm going to do this. Sorry. Just going to try to organize this properly. I'm going to hold on to firing a moat just yet. I'm going to use my last spell slot to place the con hex on, I don't know, hand number two, since it's okay. in, it's in both effects. 
All right, so, uh, yeah, hand number two has the Conhex. Okay, that's my bonus action. Regular action, cantrip, three Eldritch Blasts, all at hand number two. All right, three Eldritch Blasts, hand number two. So these three crackling bolts of energy fly out, and we have... 14, which is not going to do it, I don't think. But then we have... uh, a 27 and a 22. 27 and 22 will both do it against the hand. Okay. Each of those pushes the hand back 10 feet, so that's a total of 20. And number two is pushed back 20 feet. And its movement speed is halved. And it takes 24 force damage. Plus... And 24... Plus 11 necrotic damage from the Hex. Okay, uh, it has damage immunity necrotic, but it takes Fuck. the full force damage. Okay. Ooh. Is that something that we would know? I mean, it didn't take... We, like that little okay. extra damage it would have taken, we see that it just completely shrugs it off, right? Good. Yeah. So don't cast uh, a necrotic spell. Yep. That was 24 force, you said, correct? Uh, Yes. But yeah, push back 20 feet, movement speed reduced by 10. And all right, that movement speed is reduced to 10, and his position has him. Oh, okay, good. You know it's not good when Dave says good. Whatever, it's starting its turn in the um, sickening radiance still, and if it tries to move forward, it's probably going to have to move through the fucking insects, and then it's difficult terrain. So we'll see. Right. That's the end of my turn. All right, that is the end of Felix's turn. Uh, that takes us to Boris. Question. Um, do the mosquitoes cause enough cover that I am hidden? Oh, well, you're hidden behind Hoblet. Oh, I am yeah. hidden behind Hoblet. But Hoblet moved, so am I still hidden behind Hoblet? Because he ran in and then came back. I would have come yeah. right back to the same spot. Did okay. you hide as your cunning action? Uh yes. Then you and you have done nothing to take you out of that hidden. So no, you are still hidden. Excellent. All right, so I'm gonna uh, sneak attack uh, hand number three with my trusty dagger. By throwing it. Yes, because hand three is still within twenty feet of me. Then right, hand two is the one that got blasted away. So. Yes, hand three. Uh, yes, you can definitely do that. Excellent. Cool. Uh, 16? 16, um, let's see. That is with a... Is that with a magical or non-magical dagger? It's magical. This is the one that reappears back in her hand after yeah, she throws it. Wonderful. Okay, just wanted to double check. Uh, and that right, doesn't count good. as an ability check where I automatically up my roll to 10, right? Because that's an attack. It's an attack yeah. roll. Yeah. yeah. Just, just absolutely confirming that 15 is the real number. <laughs> Okay, and uh, what was the final roll on that again? I'm sorry. Uh, the final roll on that... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Was not 15. Lucky Boris... <laughs> is uh, going to re-roll that sneak attack. 
because you haven't told me if it failed. Well, I mean, we're yeah, we're just making the attack roll. Sneak attack right. is just bonus damage we tack on. Right, right. She's just saying that yeah, it's going to confirm. Right? Yeah, it's just yeah. I would agree. Roll. Yeah, it does. I, but I would uh, definitely say this attack confers that uh, sneak attack damage. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna reroll using my lucky. That that's oh god, slightly better. Nineteen. 19, unfortunately, won't do it against the hand. Fuck. We know that a 22 will. Right. And a, and a 20, I think we maybe saw thought. No, I think I think we haven't seen an exact 20 yet. There has not been an unnatural 20 or a 21 to my knowledge. Yeah. So 19 doesn't, 22 does. So somewhere in this range lies our AC. And I mean, Boris is just going to, like, shrink back down behind Hoblet again. Yeah, fair. Okay. Um, and that's, uh, in that shrinking down, that's uh, you using your cunning action to hide? That sure is. Okay. So I'm double checking. All right. That is the end of Boris's turn, and we are on to the enemy once again. All of them make con saves, and number hand number two does so at disadvantage. All right, so uh, at disadvantage, the con save. That will be a 12. Beautiful. 17 radiant damage, and obviously immune to being exhausted, so nothing else, but just 17 radiant from that. And Dave, just a quick heads up for you before you plan out what your hands are gonna do. Um, The insects are effective at the end of the turn. Okay. Yeah, if they, if they end so their turn inside the Basically, insects. come out of the insects and fight me like a man, or stay in the insects, I'm going to sting the shit out of you. Garthax. That's what a dweeb name. Your mom should be disappointed. <laughs> the person who named him? Right. <laughs> Garthax. Okay, just doing my, doing my math, making sure that I'm where I need to be. I don't know that I like that necessarily. <laughs> All right. So number one is definitely at the far left of that uh, radius of insect swarm. It is going to advance, let's say, just directly forward, not towards you, but along the wall of the room, 5, 10, 15, 20 feet. And that is going to take it outside of the sickening radiance. Does it have at least 40 feet of movement then for it to do that? Because its movement speed is halved in that difficult terrain. Hmm. Let's see. Movement on this. Got to make sure every condition is applied mm -hmm. that we possibly can. That's right. Yep. You will feel my damage. <laughs> ah, there or fly 30. Okay, it can only go 15. Interesting. Okay. But 5, 10, 15 does take it. Ooh, nice. It definitely takes it out of the insect swarm and it takes it just to the edge of the sickening radiance. Far to the left. It is 5 feet in front, but 5, 10, 15 feet to the left of Quinn. And that would be 20 feet to the left of Hoblet then. And just kind of adjusting the curve of the yeah. 
a sickening radiance there. Like it would be the hand of it would be just outside. Most of the rest of it is still inside the sickening radiance. Although we've kind of seen how the sickening radiance impacts this creature as a whole anyway. It's it's still technically in it, even though part of yeah. it is outside of it. Yeah. So I guess that's semantics anyway. Um, it is going to advance out in that first one. Uh, yes, we are going to roar and do we have 5, 10, 15, 20. Ooh, nice. Roar can affect everybody now. From that one. Yeah, that one's going to be the one doing the roaring. So everyone is taking the D6 plus 2 thunder damage. And that is going to be 7 thunder damage to everyone. Okay. And then everyone is now making that uh, DC 15 wisdom saving throw save for those who are within Jarrell's aura. So me. Yeah. I'm staying near Jarrell. <laughs> He's like a beacon of light right. in these trying times. So I, what was, I what we got a, there? I rolled another one. <laughs> oh, Jesus no. Christ. Felix is pants shittingly terrified. Yes, he is. <laughs> a frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of fear is within line of sight, which it very much is. And the creature can't willingly move closer to the source of its fear. Uh, hold on. Let me just make a quick uh, concentration check. That oh, is a good idea. Way more than a 10, so we're good. Because it's either DC is either 10 or half the damage, whichever number is higher. Obviously, seven damage is lower. So Yeah. Or, well, actually half a seven, so four, even, even if it was three, right? Yeah, way lower, so beat that. But I am very frightened. All right. Now, if... Uh... Okay, once the effect ends, you're immune from that roar for the next 24 hours. But not right now, because I'm terrified! Ah! <laughs> All right, so let's see. Number two, he's pretty close, um, is going to dash in towards... Uh, let's see, is going to, yeah, dash forward about... 10 feet and then off to the right just a little bit. It is now also outside of the sickening radiance and is going to make a bite attack against Quinn. I will use my protection fighting style again to put that at disadvantage. And let's see. Lowest is 11 plus 12 is going to be a 23. Sorry, Quinn. Ow. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. And that does see 3d8 plus one bludgeoning. Oof. Well, Bludge hold on. Bludgeoning hold on. on a bite, huh? Ooh. Hold on. Ooh, hold on. Holding. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Hold. Mirror image. Oh, yeah. Took uh -huh. me a second to remember, but I've got mirror image. Roll a d20 to determine whether you the attack. Okay, so I roll a d20. I rolled a one. <laughs> you must roll a six or higher to change the attack's target to a duplicate. Dang it! Oh. All right, this one hits the real Quinn. I mean, obviously one wasn't going to do it. <laughs> yeah. the, 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 the attack hits the real Quinn. 
Oh, that's right. Okay, I was trying to figure out what my numbers meant on my card. And now I remember. Okay, so we're good. We're we're not good, but okay. Continue. So continue on. That bite Very is three d eight plus one bludgeoning, which is going to be nine bludgeoning. Oh, that's a ghost of well for that you. That could have yeah. gone worse. Yep. Mm -hmm. But also three d eight plus one piercing damage. Oh. oh. <laughs> good lord, that's mean. It's a boss fight. Which is going to be 13 piercing damage. Hold on. Okay, it was 9 and 13, right? Yep. Yes. We might, have some folk, we might have some folks going down in this fight. I'm going to use parry. Um, so as a reaction, uh, if I get hit with a melee attack, which a bite is now a melee attack... You can use one soup dice and your reaction to reduce the damage by the number that I roll. So, plus my dex modifier, excuse me. So I'm going to take six less damage, so that's much better. So I'm taking six less piercing, let's say. So seven plus six is 16. It's all the same damage in the end, right? So just, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Let's see. Um, we've done the bite. We still have the two sonic blasts that we're going to do. Um, are we going to do that? You know what? One's going to be a bite and one's going to be a sonic blast. Our sonic blast is going to go... You know, we're going to save that one for Hoblet. We've got a bite coming at Jarrell, though. So that's going to be just at regular vantage and not ed or disadvantage. <laughs> just vantage. That's how that that's how those words work, right? Yes, that's going to be three, which uh, does have enough movement to close that gap, even with the difficult terrain. It's going to close to within melee range of Jarrell and roll. That's going to be a six plus twelve and eighteen against armor class. Nope. Oh, won't do the job. Okay, and it will, let's see, it has a couple of feet left, so it's going to withdraw five feet back. It's still in the... Do I get to hit it? Uh, yeah, you can have the option, uh, <laughs> sure. Wait, why not? no, you know, no, you use the reaction for protection of fighting style, my dude. Oh, oh that, that's a reaction. Shit. Yep, okay. Yeah, that is. Good call, friend. Yeah. yeah. If only we could, though. We're trying to, you know, we're doing a better job of policing ourselves to make sure yeah. we're not breaking what we're actually allowed to do. Right. And also not forgetting all of the cool effects that we have in place. I'm so proud of us. It's only taken, it's taken us like five years, but we got this. Oh, I think this uh, feels like a good, relatively evenly matched uh, sort of boss fight. You know, you may have stabilized, you may not have, but it's- it, Well you know, done, Dave, you cracked yeah. the code. It's not a stomp. Either way, I'll take it. Hoblet, you will be taking a sonic blast right to the face. Uh, this hand, number four, doesn't have to move and can uh, do it at range of 30 feet, which you are inside. Uh, you make a constitution saving throw. All right, all right, all right. Well, Dave, I didn't pass that constitution saving throw, my friend. I'm going to guess that a five doesn't pass no that probably does not doesn't pass and i'm so, not a fan of getting blasted in the face yes sonically or otherwise at 6d6 
66! Jeez! Two, which mercifully comes out to a 21. I need to heal. And that's thunder damage. And you are also deafened for one round. We're both deaf. I couldn't hear uh, very well anyway. Round is up for you, Jarrell. That was last round, so you are no longer uh, deafened. Oh, it was only one round? Oh, yeah, okay. I thought it lasted for a little bit. One round on a failed save. Not that a ton of ability checks require hearing, so it's probably mostly flavor, but who knows. And everyone else is taking that D6 plus 2 thunder damage. Including me? Six. No, not including you. I, I'm, yeah, you're outside of the 20 feet range of that. So that would be Boris, Quinn, and Jaro. And Hoblet. Well, no, Hoblet would not take the splash component. Oh, this is, yeah, okay, I see, I see. It's all other. All right, so those are the moves. Those hands are going to more or less stay where they are since none of them are. What was the damage? Particularly within range. Uh, that I don't was know six damage thunder is. damage for that additional damage, sorry. So Garthak needs to make a save against that insect swarm, correct? Any Anything that's in the spell's anything area. Anything that's. Yeah. Yes. At the end of the is turn. There, is some Garthax still in the spells area? All the hands are out? The hands are, but since the hands are attached via arms to the rest of Garthax, that is still inside the area. So, thus, con saves! At disadvantage. All right. Well, number two, right? Is it it's all the same thing. Have you none of, nobody's been paying attention to how Dave's been playing this? I thing. mean, yes and no. Yes and no. Thing. We still don't really actually know. He he's been telling yes. us the entire time. We're just not listening. With <laughs> well, some of us are deafened, Jarrell, and right. frightened. For a round, I can't hear anything. And I'm frightened for as long as that lasts. So. So a 12 plus 6 is a uh, 18. Does that uh, do the... Yeah, it does. I think it does, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, so he takes half the damage. Is. Uh, which is... 8. Womp womp. Yeah. Did not roll so well that time. Right. It takes 8 damage, and that is the end of Garthax's turn. We are now on to Jarrell. Uh, Jarrell will touch himself. <laughs> As he does. <laughs> a um, golden light comes off of him uh, and Ooh, he regains whoa. he regains uh, 70 hit points. Gotta love that yeah. lay on hands. And um, Jarrell just looks at Hoblet. Um, he knows he's deaf. So he just points at his eyes and then points again at the bomb <laughs> that's sitting directly in front of Garthax and gives Hobbit the thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm in for smashing, but even this seems a little self-destructive. Wait, should I, should, should I force uh, a server deafen on Hoblet for the rest of this uh, encounter <laughs> until his next turn? No, no I'm just mean. kidding. I'm just kidding. 
That'd be an interesting way to play out the the condition. It's like deafen him right. in Discord so he can't hear any of the conversations happening. <laughs> no. That would, that would be awesome. You can do that. Mm-hmm. Anything else with your turn, Jarrell? Nope. All right. Fantastic. We will move along to Hoblet. All right. Yeah, I totally messed up and uh, missed something on my turn. I love that. I love to hear Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, me too. So they're out. They're out of the sickening radiance. I can hit shit now, is what you're telling me. I can go hit shit if I understand where everyone's positioned correctly. Yeah, we gonna go hit shit. Uh, I believe you said number four. Four is the one that's up in my business or close to me. He's the one that keeps shouting at me, I think. Anyways, uh, I'm busting Trixie. Trixie off my back. Oh, here we go, old girl. Let's give him hell. And I'm swinging away. You gotta be fucking kidding me. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Roll a different different surface or something. Use a different die. I don't know, man. Like, Jesus. That's my hammer die. That's the die I use when I want to bring the hammer. Then roll it on something else so it rolls more. I don't know. No, 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 no. All I have is a sheet of paper on my hard wooden top. It's getting a proper roll. Trust me when I say. And what am I, just dropping it on the one? It's what it sounds like. I had a good plan for something and I got out of my element and I screwed it up too. Yeah, but now you now now Hoblet went ahead and just dropped an opportunity oh, in your you lap. Go, so here you go, bud. Let me just give it right back yeah. to you, buddy. Yeah. So I don't want to play that same trick again. I mean, it seems it seems like the most natural consequence. Yeah, now which one were you swinging at, by the four. way? Four. Number four, okay. Which, number four never actually left the uh, radius, by the way. It was whatever one It was whatever one was up in his face, he said. Yeah, yeah. one okay. of them was shouting at me. Yeah, the one that was shouting at you shouted from range. But uh, there's one... If you're looking for one outside of the range, you have yeah. number two that's over by Quinn. That yeah, that's who I went and hit then. Okay. I tried yeah. to. Yeah. See, what had happened was I missed something on my turn and I got tilted. What happens, dear audience. Whatevs. All right. So, uh, yeah, and that attack was a one. So what we are going to have that do is you're going to make the swing, but your shoulder is going to clip into Quinn. You are going to fall prone. Still holding Trixie. Still holding Trixie outside of the radiance. Just sort of tripping over each other here. It's because I was deafened. I couldn't hear anything. I didn't know where I was swinging. I'm just fucking. It's just, it's just, it's not there right now. Sorry, Quinn. Hope I didn't scuff your pumas too bad. We'll talk later. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, That's the attack. Uh, That's, um, well, you do have movement you could spend from here. Um, plus any other bonus actions you're doing and do you have to do anything to maintain this uh, uh, plague of insects 
Well, if I get not, it's a concentration. So if I get knocked down, do I so lose you, concentration? Only if you take damage. Okay. You yeah. Save. Even damage to his pride. Mm. Yeah, no, pride damage doesn't technically count as damage, so he can keep his concentration. There's no rule as written that says you can. No, I think I'm done. Okay, that takes us to the bottom of initiative. I want to break this one off here before we head into the next episode. So, dear audience, if you like us, we can be found on the internet where such places as Twitter at Hapless Heroes. We're on Instagram at Hapless Heroes. We are on Facebook, Hapless Heroes Podcast, if you want to look us up there. And each one of those places will take you to the Crown Jewel of our Internet Presence, our Discord server, where you can meet, greet, hang out, and talk with us on a regular basis. We're there all the time. We'd love to have you guys and uh, guys, gals, whoever, in our growing internet community of like-minded nerds. Um, please join us. Uh, our community is pretty great. Now, if you really like us, though, you can leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. Uh, we trust that if you have found this podcast and made it this deep, especially into a multi-parter, which, you know, you should really be about five episodes back from here, you do have a podcast service of choice. If it does allow you to leave a review, regardless of the number of stars, leave it so we can read it on air and recognize you as the five-star human that you are. Now, if you really, really like us, you can donate to our Patreon, patreon.com slash hapless heroes. I always get it wrong. Is it hapless heroes or hapless heroes podcast? You had it right this time. I have it right this time. Okay. Well, there we go. Audience. You did it right. And you doubted yourself. I doubted myself, but I did it right anyway. And in the process, I reinforced that it is patreon.com slash hapless heroes. Once again, patreon.com slash hapless heroes, where you could pledge to our podcast for uh, varying amounts of support uh, and uh, at different reward tiers. We have different things. We have Hoblet's Journal from the early part of season one. In all of its uh, interestingness. Yes. We have access to uh, our bloopers and our outtakes and our patrons only channel that also contains those bloopers and outtakes if you're not getting it directly from discord patrons only is sort of a great place to hang it out with us even harder i guess yep and depending on when you're listening to this we'll also have things like um some bonus content that hedrick recorded he's got some songs that he that i we put up there i got some hedrick's head his like mental like pot of casting stuff uh, that is being edited and uploaded. So yeah, there's just plenty of stuff on there to check out. It's been a while since we've done a patrons event. We should probably do one of those this summer. Yeah, we should get one of those going this summer for sure. Box, start Jack and Box. Came out right. And if you like us right now, you love us. Sally Field and the whole deal. You're going to get yourself a series of different pages of construction paper, high quality, no less. Um, and you're going to do the thing where you, know, you fold the paper and you cut them into the shapes of people, except you're going to cut them into shapes of all the characters of this podcast. And you're going to hang them all over your town, all over your home, all over your other, other, other folks' homes, with or without their consent. And you're going to, uh, you know, use this method to essentially promote our podcast until your town, all your neighboring cities, in fact, the whole world is covered in the construction paper outlines of the characters of the Hapless Heroes podcast. 
Fantastic. Doable. Totally doable. Only mildly illegal. That's the best kind of illegal. Oh, that's like public nuisance. You're going to ticket. You're not even destroying property. You're like moderately annoying property. You're improving it. (laughs) Well, first, sure, to us, you are. But yeah, to Gen Pop, you might not be. Speaking of public nuisances, I'm going to outro our cast while we still have time before Greatest it uh, transition the show, into, uh, into further terror. To my right, we have the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom, played by Francesco. We had a plan. To his right, we have Lord Jarrell the Light, played by John. Until next time. To his right, we have Boris the Butcher, played by Nicole. I, I don't feel so good. To her right, we have Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind, played by Mike. Usually my thunder just does more damage. Stolen. To his right, we have Hoblet the Smasher, played by James. Last time I had this many hands coming at me was the whorehouse. (laughs) Dave, I have been your host and dungeon master for this evening. We'll see you next week as we hopefully wrap up this extended combat. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye. Bye.